Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The biggest difference that you see is really in how the preferred return is put together. So on the retail side, most deals have a preferred return, but it's most often not compounding, which means that if the preferred return is not paid in a certain pay period, let's say in a quarter or a year, uh, the difference may accrue and still be owed, but it won't compound. So in a truly institutional preferred equity or preferred return scenario, if you don't pay the preferred return, it will accrue and compound to the next pay period. So that way, if investors aren't earning that return, they're actually going to earn, uh, you know, the preferred return rate on that balance. So it's that's the compounding way you're earning interest on the money that you didn't get to compensate you for not getting it at that time. So that's a big difference that you'll see the compounding nature of the preferred return versus non-compounding. And then the other big piece of the preferred return is the return of capital component or the, the IRR hurdle that you mentioned. So on the retail side, like I said, most preferred returns are non-compounding. And also once the preferred return is hit, then the sponsor can start making money and they can start participating in the profits. But on the institutional side, that doesn't happen. What The way it works is first, the preferred return has to be met. Then all of the invested capital has to be returned back to investors. And then the sponsor can participate in profits. So that's that extra layer of protection for investors to make sure that they're getting their capital protected and getting a minimum return before the sponsor gets any performance compensation. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.